Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. October 22nd, 2020. Enjoying colors. Pajamas versus naked versus a robe. How Houdini died, and Pretty Boy Floyd. This is awesome today. Awesome today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Good day. How are you? Still sick. Yes. I still can't believe you're pushing through to record. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. I recorded more than a few episodes when I've been sick. Yeah. Yeah. The difference being when you're sick, if you don't mind my saying, your voice enters into a new realm of sexy. So you say. I have. I think you just say that no. for reasons that I won't go into. But I think it's made up. This has always been the case. Truly. Always made up, yes. Okay. Well, it's October 22nd. 10-22-2020. Yep. Ever since you pointed out 10-20-2020. You, you think about them now. I, yes, especially now that we're in the 10s and the 2020s. It's, it's yep. satisfying. Um, what is today? Uh, it's Happy National Color Day. Color Day. Which is a day to appreciate... The natural colors of the world and maybe to learn how colors influence mood productivity and behavior it's a real thing was it created by crayola it was created by roger crayola he was the bastard cousin that nobody really liked to admit was part of the family you're good at improv <laughs> i've never said i've never thrown something your way yet that you did not just instantly have something that you could I enjoy the silly so when you yeah. feed the monster a little bit he, yes he gets excited um yeah so just one example in all of this is or and I'll give more than one look at presidents past and present and future look at the style of speech that they're delivering and what color of tie they're wearing 
there is a lot done psychologically within the tie. Look at interior colors chosen for restaurants and fast food places. It makes a difference. They are for a reason. Even if it's just a mild influence, mm -hmm. um, all the different mild influences you can find, they do add up. Mm -hmm. So it's a thing. Uh, I studied this quite a bit when I was getting into the business world. Oh, okay. I was I was familiar with a lot of this from uh, one of my master's classes, which was called Light, Color, and Space. Which is part of your Jeopardy degree. Part of the Jeopardy degree. Yes. But then I studied quite a bit when I had transitioned from coaching into financial services because I was going to be wearing a tie. And I think I ultimately had stumbled across it and thought, oh, wait, that's interesting. And so I read up on a lot of that. I very purposefully picked a wardrobe of ties and... On occasion, not always, but on occasion, would be pretty motivated towards a specific appointment or something and use that to pick my tie for the day. Right. Yeah, they, they talk about the power tie being a thing. I can't remember, but it did jog my memory that when presidents have to address the nation, like in times of crisis, they wear a certain color. But... Blue. Blue is a trustworthy... Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. So... Well, it is color day, so go enjoy some colors wherever you are. You know, maybe, because right now, for some time in the past, current in the present, and going forward, who knows how long, we are trapped in a space a lot more than normal. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the new normal, I don't know. Maybe it's a good opportunity to very purposefully look and bring some colors into your home to help drive mood mm -hmm. in the direction that it needs help with. I like it. That's good. Paint, get some new throw pillows, whatever the case may be. I think that's a great idea. Get the color of jammies that mm. make you have a better mood and make everyone else wear them. I do want new jammies. You want some purple jammies for royalty? Well, I hadn't thought about that. I enjoy the color purple. I don't think I look great in purple. I also think I've got a mental block around wearing purple because okay. it makes me feel like Grimace. From the uh, interesting, yes, McDonald's playset days. He was not a sexy woman. No. Anyway, jammies are on my list of things I'm looking for right now. I'm telling you, for me, once I bought a real legitimate pair of pajamas mm -hmm. that I love and they're so comfortable, I'm like, I'm never sleeping in trashed out college t-shirts again. Yeah. I've had a recent dilemma. I know we're meandering a bit, and that's quite okay. It is. I've had a recent dilemma. So in years gone by, before I was quite as attentive about wardrobe as we've been recently. Mm -hmm. So our our bathroom, for those who don't know, is or our shower, rather, is on the first floor, and the master bedroom is on the second floor. Yes. So when you go to bathe, you you have to make a choice. Am I going to take clothes to be decent when I leave the bathroom? Am I going to do a mostly naked sprint up the stairs? And what am I going to do? Yeah, and I need to add some some details around this. Okay. First of all, we do have a bathroom on the second floor. It does mm -hmm. not have a shower in it. It just right. has a closet bathtub. Um, secondly, the pathway from the bathroom, which has our shower, you have to go 
through our little breakfast nook, through the kitchen. Then when you get on the stairs, we have a big window that faces right into the neighbor's driveway. Yeah, so, so if you're nude, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a butt show. Maybe yes, more. Maybe more, depending. And so there's a lot. It's not just a simple, like, turn the corner, get up the stairs. Right, situation. which neither of us mind putting on a butt show, but we're damn sure going to get paid for it. It's not free. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. Okay. So, yeah. And so I've had this dilemma in these last, these past few weeks to say, okay, well, I don't, I don't want to get clothes like shirts on a hanger, yeah. pants on a hanger. I don't want to bring all that into the bathroom and steam them. It's a pain in the butt. And right? also when you get, I don't know about you, when I get out of the shower, like my skin's still like kind of sweaty yeah. and yeah, I moist. Don't, I don't want to immediately put that on. So yeah. then I'm down to... I'm down to, I'm, I've got three choices. I can do the naked run, or mostly naked run, predominantly naked run. I can get a bathrobe, or I can just put on the clothes I slept in and wear them back upstairs That's and then change. Yeah. Which, that feels skeevy to me. Mm. Not that I haven't done it, not that I won't do it again, but it's like, oh, good, you just washed yourself, now put this dirt back on. Mm. I don't know what you do in your night clothes, but... Well, listen, most of the dust in a in a person's home is actually dead skin cells. That's true. So you're just rubbing dust back on yourself in the form of human skin cells. Okay. I don't, I don't care for it. I don't feel like it was worth the shower if I'm going to put on dirty clothes even for a minute. Okay. To go right. back up. That's, so... That's certainly fair. All of this to say I'm, I'm teetering towards a bathrobe at this point and not because... The money from the naked upstairs run isn't good, but because we're entering into the colder months and it's cold when you're naked, mm -hmm. I enjoy the warmth of the shower. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give that up so quickly. So mm -hmm. maybe, maybe it's time for a bathrobe. I'll tell you what, the girls, especially Daisy, have really, they yeah. got into that. Daisy wears her robe. Excessively. Excessively. Mm -hmm. She loves her so much that she will take a shower and then she'll just lounge around in her robe yes for without hours having dressed hours yeah it's, it's a little messed up <laughs> oh she's daisy probably something that will require counseling for her or us one of the two one of the two one of the two all of that because national colors well <laughs> colors and somehow that got into pajamas pajamas which made me think of bathrobes yeah yeah that was the that was the progression <clears throat> excuse me here is a great story. We've got a couple. We don't have a lot of topics today, but each topic has some, mm. some story to it. Mm -hmm. Well, for this first story, we're going to go to 1926. J. Gordon Whitehead punches Harry Houdini right in the stomach. That's the only thing that was on the little note Okay. as I read through. And they even said sucker punched. Okay. Which... That's that's a no. It wasn't a sucker punch. I know what a sucker punch is. I've both given and received them. Okay, so a sucker punch actually is when you punch someone and they're totally not expecting it. Right. Is it in the face or does it matter? Doesn't matter. Doesn't Could matter. be in the stomach. Could be in the stomach. I, for like the vast majority of my life, until you corrected me on this terminology, thought sucker punch was specifically a punch in the stomach that like... When you punch someone in the stomach, it, like, sucks the breath out of someone. Yeah, it's very valuable there because, yeah. yes, when they're unsuspecting, you'll knock the breath out of them. Okay, but so this is not a sucker punch 
technically speaking. No. Okay, well, much debate surrounds the event and the days that followed because nine days later, Houdini dead. Yep. It is believed by many that the blow from that punch either started, contributed to, or covered up the appendicitis that took Houdini's life. Yes. So I'm going to interject here something that's not in the notes. Okay. Now, and we'll touch on this later as well. Mr. Whitehead is a strange dude. Mm. He was arrested, I think, twice for stealing books. And one claim, at least, is that the way that he got backstage was... Oh, he's, he went backstage and punched Harry Houdini? Yes. Is what you're saying? Okay. The, one of the claims is that the way that he got back there was claiming that he was returning a book. So this <laughs> dude, he's I plainly got some things with books going on. I respect on, right? it. If that's a good yeah. bookworm for you, yes. Now, one of these stories, and this would be the story that, that matches loosely with Mr. Whitehead's own statement. Okay. Is that... They were back there more or less hanging out and bullshitting. Okay. And uh, that somehow conversationally it, it got to the point uh, of within conversation of Houdini. One story said Houdini claimed. Another story said he asked and introduced the idea, but ultimately that Houdini's abs were so developed and hard that he could take a punch. Oh. And so he... Stepped in, and again, one story is that he just went viciously to work on Houdini, hitting him in the gut several times, and Houdini was like, yeah, whatever, bro. Okay. Another story is that, as he tells it, is that he was super timid. He kind of hit it, and Houdini was like, hey, put your purse away, and yeah. hit me for real. Yeah. And, <laughs> yes, so that's kind of, it's it's somewhere in there is the, the potential truth. So they weren't having a fight. They were just right. horsing around. Dudes doing dude things. Supposedly, yeah. Dudes measuring penises or whatever, right? <laughs> yep. It so often it's when someone getting punched. It is, yeah. Okay. Um, well, again, appendicitis is what ultimately took Houdini's life, which is kind of sad to think about. Appendicitis right. is, if you catch it, it's right. now, also, not lethal. One other one other factor, I guess, to throw into this is that, you know, Houdini's job, air quotes, his job, his stunts, all of that, well, he had to practice them. Mm -hmm. And many of them were pretty rough yes. on the old body. And there uh -huh. were a lot of times where he would be performing with broken bones, with okay. different things going on. Um, which kind of leads into then this whole other potential set of beliefs. Okay, well, others believe that Houdini's wife, Bess, Mrs. Bess Houdini, and yes. her attorney worked in cooperation with Whitehead in an effort to receive a double indemnity payout on Harry's life insurance policy. Do you know what this is? Not really. Okay. I was going to pretend like I'm intelligent yeah, yeah. And, and worldly and well, you, sophisticated. Well, you are all of those things, but mm. it doesn't mean you've had... <laughs> Necessity for knowledge in this specific area. Okay. So it's a clause okay. that goes into an insurance policy if you so choose to have it in there. Mm -hmm. And it can grant a double payout of the life benefit depending on how the double indemnity clause is written. Mm -hmm. um, if it's an accident, an accidental death, 
and at work or something like that. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but accident often plays into one of the things that would cause it to be real. Oh. And so because he's a guy who often worked injured, what an accident, right? Right. It could have been supposed that, hey, you know, oh, the appendicitis, whatever, was a result of him just abusing himself, which wouldn't have been the double payout, which okay. she wanted. It could have been a, a myriad of other things. Okay. So there's this perspective with their own set of loose and vague facts supporting it that maybe this was a cooperative thing, which works well for Jay Gordon Whitehead because if it's an accident, then he doesn't have to be concerned about charges, manslaughter or sure, murder or yes. whatever, however that would be charged. Absolutely. Well, as it turns out, Mr. Whitehead was an interesting cat himself. Mm -hmm. He had been in an accident that resulted in a steel plate being placed in his head. Now, some claim that he was always a little bit off. Yeah, that boy that. ain't right. <laughs> exactly. Look, if I get steel plate in my head, there's a pretty good chance I'm not going to be right, right after that either. You'd at least wet yourself when you're around a microwave or something. I don't think they use steel plates anymore. I think they do no, plastics I'm now. I'm pretty sure that's a thing of the past yeah. now. I have an uncle, just as an extra. This is a special segment. Okay. I have an uncle who'd been hit in the forehead with shrapnel oh. in uh, World War II. Okay. And it, of course, fractured his skull and everything. And they'd ended up removing a piece of skull. For those not watching, I'm touching my forehead to <laughs> help understand. Uh -huh. They'd removed a piece of skull. They'd done skin grafts, all of that. But they there was no plate of any kind. Mm -hmm. And... When he would breathe, it would pulsate. No, stop it. With his breathing. No, I, hate I am it. not making no, this up. No, no, no. This is, no. this was. I reach out. So everybody me. also, everybody has Uncle Molester, right? Mm -hmm. This was him. This was him. And I feel confident that it was that very weirdity about him yeah. that probably saved a lot of the nieces and nephews from mm -hmm. a bad experience because nobody wanted to be close to him. He tried to lure us in with dollars. Oh my gosh. But, oh. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we don't go to those family reunions anymore. Yes. But he's, he's long, long since, since passed, but yes. So anyway, yeah, let's get back to a weird, okay, well, weird whitehead. Yeah. So after the whole Houdini event blew over, for which Mr. Whitehead was never charged, he lived as a recluse and not a religious one, just, right. a, just a crazy one, a weirdo one. Is it recluse? And I'm not asking to, to judge you. I'm okay. asking because I'm curious. Is it recluse or recluse? Uh, it's probably recluse. That feels right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was legit or if that was me throwing my hillbilly on stuff, say, like saying cold beer. This is the truth. Sometimes I actually do not know if what I'm saying is hillbilly or if it's standard English. And for recluse, recluse. Maybe somebody can inform us. I'm sure they will. Please do. In help the Facebooks. Us. Help, help us, us out. We're poor Okies out on the plains. We don't know how. We'd like to recluse. We just don't know if we should because of what it is and isn't. Some. I don't know how English works. Yeah. Um, he also was a hoarder. When yeah. he did end up passing away, eventually his apartment contained at least six tons. Of that's not an exaggeration. Actually, six tons. Not a shit ton. Six tons. That's more than, that's like a shit ton of shit tons. <laughs> 
of old of old newspapers and National Geographic. And National Geographic. <laughs> Just kidding about that part. But truly, the old newspapers stacked from floor to floor ceiling. Floor to ceiling. And in that day and age, yeah. when you encountered something like that, yeah. do you know who you called? Ghostbusters? You, they weren't around yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. So you're left with somebody who doesn't look entirely different from Ghostbusters, and that is the fire department. Okay. And so they walked in and were like, oh, shit, somebody's got to call the fire department. And they did. And the firemen came. They were like, hang on, i got to get this cat out of the tree first. And they, they set the house on fire. Then they just were like, yeah, controlled burn. Now, I don't know how they got them out. Controlled burn. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, side note, we've done a lot of side notes of this yeah. story. You have been in the home of mm -hmm. an actual hoarder. Not just like, oh, like my parents have too much clutter and stuff. Your mom has a lot of stuff in her house. But you've been in the home of an actual, could be on the television program, yeah. Hoarders Hoarder, right? This is a whole story. Do you want the whole thing? Please do. Okay. What else are we going to do? We only have a few stories here, so. True. So many years ago, in a land far, far away, we, we were leading the... Adults ages of decade of 20s, adult two is what it was called within our church. Mm -hmm. And we were teaching that and leading that and trying to help promote service ideas and things like that. Somebody somebody come up with the idea because it was fall. It's probably roughly this time of year, honestly, because mm -hmm. it wasn't yet too cold. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's go find our you know people that are on the, the church membership roster who are more or less shut-ins, may or may not make it to church, whatever, but let's go rake their yards. Let's yes. go help clean up their property mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so we go to a place, and this place alone ended up being the entire day. We didn't help multiple people. We were at this one place because along with the leaves and everything, his yard had literally grown over the curb and about two and a half feet into the street. Oh my gosh. Somebody had found out before, you know, we were trying, when we were trying to pick where to go, somebody had even found out that the city had contacted him multiple times about this and that bad things were getting ready to go down. Yeah. So we load up, we go over there and we literally, I mean, we went in with shovels to cut because it wouldn't, it wasn't just like the grass was long and leaning over. Mm -hmm. It was like sod grown over as dirt accumulates along a curb when no one does anything. Right. It was literally sod grown over that far into the street. Yeah. And so we went in with shovels and we cut that away and scooped it out. There were three pickup truck, like the bed of the truck, completely heaping full of all of this that we filled and hauled off. And yeah, it was pretty overwhelming. And then at the end of it, they were they were wanting to try to find some way to pay us. Of course, they didn't have the money to pay us, and we didn't want money. The the wife, who was the only one there at the time, had offered, well, why don't you come in and allow me to make you hot chocolate mm -hmm. or something warm to drink and warm you up from your mildly cold work? And we were all sweating because it was <laughs> pretty hard work. Yes. So me and two of the other guys go into the house and our eye, our eyelids must have just peeled back completely into our heads. It was, wow. It was, wow. Mm -hmm. um, there were paths. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And there, there was a, a clearing from the couch, not wide, not super wide, but a clearing from the couch to the television so they could see. It wasn't clear to the floor. Mm. It was just cleared at viewing height. Right. A path from the front door to the couch and then on through to the kitchen and everything else, a lot of paper, some, some textile stacked in some places above the height of my head and other places minimally chest high. Yeah. Yeah, it was astounding. And then the the not so happy ending to the story is that the guy, uh, the husband, who I don't know where he'd been, potentially at the bar, I don't know, wherever he'd been, when he got home and saw what had been done, he was furious. Oh, no. He went to the church and accused, to the pastor, accused us of stealing his sod. Yes. And many other things as well. Oh, man. And. He went on a mission then afterwards to dig up his backyard to take the dirt, to replace all the dirt along the curb so that the grass could grow back over. Oh, my gosh. It was it was a really rewarding Woo! endeavor. That was ultimately. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Makes you so glad. So next time you think about helping somebody, <laughs> tell them to screw off. That's the best way to help them or something. I don't know. Something along those lines. That's the message of Sorta Awesome, right? That's right. Yeah, Sorta Go Screw Yourself. Oh my. Okay. What? In a happy way. <laughs> Something? Something. I don't know. No, I'm not I'm not bitter about that. No, I wasn't there was some obvious it was, issues yeah, happening. Yeah, he, he had there. some stuff going yeah. on. Maybe he had a steel plate. Who knows? If he didn't, he wanted one. <laughs> or he couldn't find it, it was buried in the rubble. Yes. Okay, well, 1934. Yes. Pretty Boy Floyd mm-hmm. is shot and killed by the FBI. Oh, dang. Okay. Now, Floyd was a bank robber in the mm-hmm. 1930s. Okay. So, think, 1930s were experiencing and on the heels of recovery, or I'm sorry, at the beginnings of recovery mm-hmm. from the Great Depression. During his robberies, mm-hmm. brilliant man, he was known to gather and burn mortgage documents. Uh-huh. This is pre-computer era, of course. Obviously, yes. This endeared him to the American public because it freed people from their debts and at a time certainly financially where they could yes. use some freeing. Yeah. Uh, Floyd was born in Atkins, Oklahoma, which is roughly there you go. center yep. of the easternmost edge of the state of Oklahoma. Okay. So for Oklahomans that are ashamed of him, they can say, well, he's basically just Arkansas trash that seeped over. But if you're from Arkansas, you're If you're Arkansas, trash. you're like, no, he's plainly one of those Oklahoma hillbillies. One of those Okies, yes. Um, 
his first arrest was at, or at least on record, yeah. was at the age of 18. Mm. He stole $3.50 from a local post office. Soon thereafter, he served three and a half years of a five-year sentence for a payroll robbery in St. Louis, Missouri. He did work predominantly through the middle of the country okay. in his thefts. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, of course, his crimes progressed, as did climb the body count Uh-oh. of people who would try to resist his crime. Yeah. Um, this led up then ultimately to his truly alleged involvement in the Kansas City Massacre, which was an attempted freeing of Frank Jelly Nash, who was imprisoned but being transported, and they tried to spring him. Um, It was a failed attempt. There was a lot of of fully automatic gunfire. Yeah. Um, Nash ended up getting killed in the process, but so did four police officers. My mother grew up in Kansas City. I feel like Kansas City is a sort of second hometown because I spent mm-hmm. a lot of time there growing up as well. I've never heard of the Kansas City Massacre before. I would bet that she has. I bet I'm if you sure asked her, she, she could be like, oh, yeah. Yes. Um, this incident then incited Herbert Hoover to fully empower the FBI okay. to capture and bring to justice. Um, and it designated then Floyd as public enemy number one. Mm. This despite the fact, and this is known and recorded and all of that, Floyd went to all the trouble to send a postcard to the Kansas City Police (laughs) to tell them absolutely that he had not participated in the massacre. And there's enough loose history there to support that hypothesis that he actually wasn't involved. But he'd, he'd had affiliation with Nash and with one of the other guys that they were pretty sure had been involved with the attempted breakout. So didn't matter. He's, he's in the limelight. Now they're looking to get him. Now, as a loose aside to this, there's, uh, I'm sure more than one, but one specific book that's been written about the massacre attributes at least some of the killing to friendly fire Yes. by a lawman who they gratuitously say was unfamiliar with his weapon. How does this thing work? Yeah, exactly. Thing too. He was he was doing the freak out, close your eyes, and <laughs> the, old, the, spray and the spray and pray, the spray and pray, oh, no. and shot a few of his buds in the process. And they've this is known. It, it, there's ballistic tests that prove oh, yeah, bullets that killed were from yes good guns, not bad guns. Can I just say this? Yeah. I think that the thought of him writing a postcard to the police department is actually so quaint and funny. Like, I love it. Dear sirs, I'll have you know. And it was very proper. I saw the first few lines. It was very properly really? written. Yeah. It was like, look, bro, I'm, I'm, an a-hole. I'm an a-hole. There's no question about that. But I do want you to know, I didn't do that. Yes. Good. Even even I have boundaries. I didn't do that. Yes. Good. 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 Okay. Way to go, baby. baby so, no, pretty boy Floyd. Pretty boy. You're I thinking, thinking of Babyface Nelson. Yes, I Different. was thinking yeah. of Babyface Nelson. Pretty this boy is Floyd. Pretty boy Floyd. They're talking about. Okay. So then, a combination of FBI agents and local law enforcement to the area where Floyd had been spotted, they did eventually close in on him after a decent amount of time of him on the run. It's at this point that stories diverge, both local, 
department as well as FBI would like to fully claim responsibility for delivering the shots that ended oh, Floyd's sure. life. Yes, of course. Uh, nobody agrees on that. Mm. Uh, some accounts claim mm -hmm. that Floyd's funeral, which was held in Oklahoma because that was his home, yes. uh, was attended by as many as 40,000 people. That because, was... again, he's a hero to the people. He's been setting them free from their debt. That's like the whole population of the state at this That's time. Right? <laughs> Indeed. Barring the Native Americans who weren't allowed to come to white events at that point. Well, is that true? I don't know. I would assume because we okay. like to we like to be racist. Be racist about things state. in this world. <laughs> um, but it, it, even today, this funeral remains the largest funeral in Oklahoma history. Okay, which is amazing. Yes. So from there, Woody Guthrie wrote a protest song that romanticized Floyd's life, recounting Floyd's claimed generosity to the poor, as well as satirically comparing the foreclosing bankers to outlaws, kind of reversing the roles of everything. Yes. Then also the comic book hero Dick Tracy, uh, one of his known adversaries, Flattop Jones, is a character that was based on Pretty Boy Floyd. Okay, I like it. Several movies since have been made looking at this. Most recently... We have 2009, the movie Public Enemies, where Floyd is portrayed by Channing Tatum. I believe Johnny Depp is in this movie. And there's another, um, oh gosh, I'm gonna, he's a British actor. I think he's been the Batman, and I can't remember his name. Hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, hmm. kind, of a, kind of a heck of a deal. Well, yes, I guess so. That was a big old story. Yeah. And it involved Oklahoma mm -hmm. in the best of ways, right? Yeah, yeah. Famous Oklahoma. We love a good thief. Yeah. So long as he shares the spoils. I guess. Okay. Well, in 1962, here we go with JFK. JFK pops up a lot. He does. He, he does. He is a very media-worthy president. Mm-hmm. A short presidency, too, mm -hmm. and so much to talk about. Lots well, went on. Yeah. In 1962, JFK addresses the nation. We don't know what color tie he wore off the top of our heads. but I would assume blue. Maybe so. Informing us that the American, that American spy planes had identified missile bases in Cuba, thus beginning what was known as the Cuban Missile Crisis. For us. For us. Obviously. Yeah. They knew about it long before they announced it to the the populace as a whole. Wait, who's they? They being the CIA. Well, all all governmental agencies. Yeah. Um, and certainly the the president and his cabinet of helpers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, it was ultimately decided that we would invade Cuba. At which point, the Soviets. Yeah, because that's who was doing it. Yes, of course. The Soviets had been like, "Hey, Cuba." I don't like you, but we both hate America. Yeah. Let's say we get together. Well, this is in the age of the Iron Curtain mm -hmm. in the good old USSR. They agreed, the Soviets agreed to dismantle the bases if the U.S. would not invade and would dismantle our own missile bases in Turkey, which, of course, yeah. ran along the edges of the USSR at the time. Yes, so we're not... We're not innocent here. Of course not. Not that, you know, we can certainly sit and justify, oh, well, we had those bases to protect us, but so did they. Yes, exactly. Attempt their bases to protect them. Um, not to 
not to undo the vilifying of Russia because I'm convinced they should always be the villain. Mm-hmm. Yes, but for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, a lot of lot of stuff. What else? What else happened with you today that you want to talk about? Well, I took the girls to the dentist. They got their teeth cleaned. Cleaned, and we got the fateful every kid gets prescription. Your kid needs braces. Yeah, our kids do need braces, but well, got... according to the dentist who's getting under the table payouts from the orthodontist. You're such a cynic. You're such a. Skeptic. I'm a realist. I'm a realist. A skeptic, as we have discussed. Yeah. Recently. Yesterday, even. I speak only from what I know. And what I know is that I got hornswoggled. Yeah, that's a word. Hornswoggled into braces at a much earlier age. And the problem that they were supposedly there to fix did not get fixed. Mm. So I have a nice smile, but there's a hidden problem. It's a secret. It's dirty. I have a secret problem with my teeth. Um, Better than a steel plate in the old noggin, though. Um, maybe, maybe not. I also recorded an episode for our superstars with nice. my dear friend and co-host Rebecca Hoffer, our October Overflow episode. Excellent. Had a good time doing that. Uh, yeah. When, when, when we look at, we being me, uh-huh. when I look at Acast, which is who, Acast is who we upload to for this show to populate all of the places that have podcast stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's the place that the overflow goes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's not the place that the main show goes. Right. So when I go randomly and occasionally to check what kind of download traffic we've been having for this show, Mm -hmm. that same graph has two different lines. One that shows... Oh, really? Awesome today, and one that shows everything for overflow. I had no idea. And so it's always interesting to me to look and see the spike in downloads uh, when a new yes. overflow episode has dropped. That's right. And if you're listening to this and you're not, if you're not a Patreon and that's who gets access to those, that's the way to get access to those. That's right. Yes. And they are good. Thank you. We had a great time recording today. So, yeah, it's been a busy day. Okay. I have spent a lot of time today sniffing and blowing my nose. Mm. I feel like that has taken over as my first job, mm-hmm. and everything else is in my free time around it. You do sound like you feel pretty miserable in terms of just the sheer action yeah. happening in your sinus cavities. I have two choices. One is to be so congested that I can only breathe through my mouth, Yeah, and I have a lot of... Uh, personal psychological issue with mouth breathing. Mm -hmm. So I don't like that. The other choice is to take meds, none of which dry up my sinus, all of which are just like, open the spout, boys, let her flow. (laughs) So then it's just, especially when you have a mustache, you have to be really fastidious about blowing your nose. Otherwise, you have a snot stash. (laughs) Oh, no. So, yes. That's the, that, this is when it's the bad part of having a mustache. Indeed. Indeed. Unless you are the kind of person that enjoys a mustache. <laughs> I'm sure there's some out there, more than one. Yep. Frankly. Yep. That's probably the kind of guy that'd punch Harry Houdini in the gut and kill him. Probably <laughs> so. Which I, I liked Houdini. I didn't want him to die. Yeah. I was there when it happened. I held his hand in the final <laughs> moments. Oh, yay. It's true. It's true. It's okay. I love the time traveling thread that I don't even I've know lived how a long it and full life. Yeah, uh-huh. I've run in some pretty yes. tight circles. 
Here we go. At first, I regretted that I wasn't there for JFK's assassination to help Jackie through the scenario. But in retrospect, she had what she needed. Everything was okay. I suppose that's right. Okay. It is time. To. Whirl. Let's whirl it. Let's Watch. Read. Listen. Life. Style. Okay. We don't have something for every category. I've, I found something for read. Oh, we do have something. I was side For every category. Yes. What to watch? Well, just from what we've talked about today, because of the birthdays of Jeff Goldblum and Christopher Lloyd, for Goldblum, you could go watch Independence Day, Jurassic Park, The Fly, or The Big Chill. If you've never watched The Fly, you should. I don't, I care not to. You really should. It's, it's not, to me, and everybody's going to have their own view, right? When I watched it, it wasn't like, I love this movie. It was this movie shaped pop culture in yeah. the time. And so it's valuable to kind of have a grander grasp on humanity. Oh, it's worth it. it. It's worth it. And it, I think it speaks to some of human psychology that's pretty accurate and true as well. Uh, for Christopher Lloyd, any of the Back to the Future movies, yes. the Adams Family, Adams Family Values. Yes. And then, of course, for our man, Pretty Boy Floyd. Public Enemy, the 2009 movie. Channing Tatum, why not? Yeah. I did find a read. Yes. And it does have to do with Harry Houdini. Regaled me with stories of reading. Uh, there is a biography of Harry Houdini that was a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. For whatever that's worth. Called The Secret Life of Houdini, The Making of America's First Superhero. Written by William Kalush. You can, I bet that's good. You can find it on the Amazon. I'm sure you can. What can't you find there? I mean, everything is there. Uh, so that's a that's a possible read for you. Excellent. You have a listen. I have a listen. One of my longtime favorite podcasts is called True Crime Obsessed. It's hosted by Patrick Hines and Jillian Pensavalli. Well, they drop the regular episodes on Tuesdays. Okay. But they decided to recap all of the newly released uh, Unsolved Mysteries reboot on Netflix episodes. Yes. We we went through one episode of that, yes. the Ray, Ray Rivera. Rivera episode. Yes. Um, it's an excellent, that's a worthy back to the watch. That's yes. A, if you haven't yet, that's a worthy thing to bring back up if you're fighting to find something. Well, this month, Netflix dropped six more episodes. I haven't oh, wow. watched them yet, but they're wow. out. New episodes in that and Self Mysteries Reboot. Now, I have not listened to these recaps yet. I'm going to. I love Patrick and Jillian. It's a comedy true crime podcast. Okay. So if you enjoy a comedic spin on these things. Or um, if you like true crime, but it it's a little intense for you. Maybe yeah, this is the presentation that allows you to participate. It, that's exactly why I love that that show. And um, I will say, I have since we did that, our special episode on the Ray Rivera case, I've listened to two or three other podcasts at least cover it. Kyle, I cannot figure out what happened to Ray Rivera. Right. I cannot make sense of it. I mean, there are so many. I actually did. I forgot. I listened to their coverage of it. Um, I don't know why I thought I had it. I haven't listened to some of the more recent ones. Um, but I just I cannot figure out how did he die. Well, with no need. Well, I can't figure out how he died. Yeah. But with no need for any more information i am convicted in my belief that it had to do with this old friend that hired him in financial services i yeah. 
I think the percentage of time that crime can be tied to where the money rests is magnificent. Okay. You, you'd have to do an awful lot to convince me yeah. that this this expletive of a human that was his claimed friend. Yeah. That dude was involved. That dude's gone on to live a very oh, yeah. wealthy life, and I hope it's been miserable. I mean, that... Well, so that part, wasn't nice. That wasn't awesome. That was I'm not sorry. charitable. You're bad. I think he's guilty, so I don't, I don't want him to enjoy anything until his guilt is recognized by himself and perhaps confessed. I like that part. That part of the story is the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. The actual physics, like the actual what happened to him. Yeah. I cannot figure out what happened. And it's very sad. It's very tragic for his family and yes. and the people who loved him. Um, he seems like it was he was a great guy, but Yeah. I hey, even if he was a mediocre guy. Well, yeah, it's that's still a terrible. horrible yes. horrible thing to have happen. Exactly. Exactly. So, anyway, True Crime Obsessed, if you enjoy Unsolved Mysteries, they're doing some really fun recaps of the reboot. Yes, I see you reaching. It's time for lifestyle. You've probably, those of you who've watched this, instead of just listening, have noticed that periodically we have sipped from something that is not water. Mm -hmm. Share with the good people what we are enjoying today. Well, one thing I did today is I popped into our neighborhood liquor store. They have a fantastic scotch section. Have you been in there recently? It's been a few months. It's been probably half a year. I mean, it was overwhelming, but I had a short list of uh, scotches to distillers to look at because we were looking specifically for some that they're totally gluten-free. Right. Like the grain bill does not include yes, wheat. Exactly. And Highland Park is one of those. I've never tried a Highland Park scotch. They have it. So I grabbed it. This is the Highland Park 12 year old on the front. It says Viking Honor and it's a nice design on the package, but I took one sip and I, again, first, first Highland Park scotch, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so fruity. Mm -hmm. Well, as it turns out, what we've got going on here is a, it's a single malt scotch whis whiskey, a perfect harmony of aromatic smoky peat, which we do enjoy a peat. The, and it's the, light though. Yes. It's in very terms of light peat. Peats yes. in scotches, this is very lightly Very. Peated. And the flavors of sweet heather honey and rich fruit cake. If my tasters were in full force, mm. I would probably appreciate this even more, but even in a compromised state, excuse me, <clears throat> even compromised, I catch the, the fruitiness. Yep, they call it a smooth, full and rounded scotch. It's a whiskey that truly stands apart. Now they smell whiskey, W, H-I-S-K-Y? Yes. Now, that's a thing. That's a thing. The way you spell whiskey indicates something about the whiskey. Supposedly only things from definitely uh, Scotland and maybe Ireland as well. I can't recall now exactly on this definition, but those by legal definition are the only ones who can spell it. W-H-I-S-K-Y. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I highly recommend the Highland Park 12. I think it would be a very good entryway into scotches. It's not overwhelming in the peat. It's not overwhelming in the fruitiness. It's right, highly right. drinkable. Yeah. Now, and, and highly for those simple. unfamiliar that are looking or considering this as well, I might add that when you drink a scotch, it's it's a sipper. Yes. In, and you might include, if you include ice, 
you want to include a small amount and understand that the ice is going, even a single cube is going mm -hmm. to change. Yes. The entire nose and palate, everything of it, it alters it, not in a bad way necessarily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, be, be prepared for a sipper. You don't want to buy this and mix it with soda pop or something else. Don't this is a true, yes. just sip. It'd be great if you like a cigar, have a cigar with it, or if you just want this as a relax, sit, and really explore the flavor bouquet type of drink. Absolutely. I'm super impressed with the Highland Park. So. Start start with something like this. Yeah. And then if your goal is to get torn down and shit-faced, then progress to something cheaper. Much cheaper, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's everything. We've got children slamming doors upstairs and neighbor dogs, dogs barking, barking like maniacs. All so. hell is breaking loose. Somebody has found the bones of Harry Houdini. It's probably time to go rebury him. Yeah. In the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Running through the house, naked, and after a shower, is exhilarating. If you're going to do it, and be seen, make sure to get paid for it. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.